Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-American Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Carr. I'm going to be your host today on this episode of Car Talks, Fantasy Football Preview Edition, a new season of Fantasy Dawns Upon Us. And as I mentioned, today is a Car Talk episode. I'm going to be starting a lot more of these, so I have about a 30-minute drive all the time, um, uh, you know, every day, pretty much. Uh, so... When I'm doing these, I'm going to give you guys some car talk episodes. Very casual if you hear a beep or a blinker or whatever. Just, <laughs> I'm in the car. It's casual. No notes. I'm going off the top of my head. But don't worry. I'm also paying attention on the roads. Um, but basically, today I wanted to give you guys the best and the worst of you know the draft strategies, the value picks, everything fantasy football related to help you. Uh, dominate your drafts and remember though the draft is not how your team ends up yes you're setting yourself up with the foundation but the waiver wires and trades and everything your team's going to look completely different by the end of the season so don't stress if you don't hit the draft in the head. Um, so basically today I'm going to you know talk about draft strategy a bit in the beginning and I'm going to try to keep this episode short you know I said I have about a 30 minute drive uh, pretty much every day and you know I figured why not talk to you guys let me you know, I'll let you know my thoughts, and I'm happy to bring some special guests on here. Um, but you know, it's going to be a casual episode, probably around 20 minutes, give or take. Um, you know, more or less. So, um, yeah. And today, I'm going to start talking with draft strategy, and then go into one player I like, one player I don't like, um, just kind of off the top of my head, to be honest. Uh, so, starting off, I'm a big fan of always drafting a tight end early. Um, you know, I love a guy like, you know, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews. And the thing about those guys, too, is both of, you know, the Ravens and the Chiefs for Andrews and Kelsey, who are my top two guys in the position, they lost to the wide receiver once. And same thing even with Kyle Pitts. He's got no more Calvin Ridley uh, and no more Julio Jones last year. So we can see him produce more. But no more Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. No more Hollywood Brown in Baltimore. A lot of vacated targets. Uh, to going to those tight ends. So I, I'm a big fan of taking a tight end early. Um, and don't hesitate. I think a two tight end strategy is not the worst idea. I like the idea of having a permanent flex um, and then having, you know, your tight end one hopefully every week. Um, but even a guy, you know, I'm a big fan of those guys. Even a guy like George Kittle, I've always loved. He's always had consistent high-end production. Um, and TJ Hawkinson, too. Dalton Schultz now with those C.D. Lamb. A lot of tight ends there I like. Once you get off of that, then it's kind of the dead zone. You can really throw a dart on anyone. But then, you know, it's all about making it easy as for yourself as a fantasy manager. Managing your lineup, um, you know, making it easy to set every week. I want to go with consistent production, but also look for upside. Um, but, you know, I don't want a guy who's going to score one point and then 20 in the next week and two touchdowns. Because then you don't know want to start him you know what I mean like it's just make it easy for yourself as a fantasy manager make it so that you can set your lineup with ease and be ready to win each week um, and dominate the fantasy leagues and that's how you do it taking a tight end early and then on the flip side waiting on a quarterback especially this year I mentioned you know all all the drafts are different you're gonna have different rankings um, depending on which website you use to draft and then every year we have different players Draft strategy is going to change from either year to year, but this one has brought me success 
and especially this year because of the tight end talent in the beginning. Yes, these guys are ranked higher, but I like taking them early. And quarterbacks especially waiting on this year. Not a big fan of taking a shot on a guy like Mahomes or, you know, um, of, uh, you know even Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. I'm like look, looking at a guy like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, who are ranked, you know, from pick 100, which is ridiculous. Even a guy like Matthew Stafford, um, which is, you know, absolutely ridiculous. You can find so much value with mixing running backs and wide receivers in between your quarterback and tight end picks. And then obviously waiting on a defense and kicker to the very last two. Um, get yourself a kicker first of all, just so I get this over with, because it's very easy to draft kicker defense. Defense, I switch every week personally. So I'm looking at the week one matchups and I'm picking a defense with a favorable um, you know, matchup week one, preferably a bad offense that they're facing. You know, like if someone's facing, you know, the Houston Texans, New York Jets. Those guys, I like to draft. You know, whoever is playing against them, and kickers, really, it's just luck. It's it's pretty much luck. You want to go with one with a good offense, preferably, because you're getting a lot of those extra points and everything. Um, but waiting on a quarterback is huge. I think you can get you know insane production out of you know uh, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, rather than you know you're wasting a pick instead of taking you know running back two. You're going with a guy like Josh Allen, which is just kind of pointless, but running backs and receivers are mixed in between. I like prioritizing running backs over receivers, in my opinion, just because I feel like wide receivers are more interchangeable. Um, you know, you're getting a lot of sorry, I'm making a turn here, it's gonna happen from time to time. Um, but you're getting a lot more, you know, wide receivers in the later rounds that I can, you know, end up having high quality production. Running backs, there's more of a dead zone and a drop off. Um, but all throughout the draft, and that's why I like taking care of it early, but all throughout the draft, I think your drafting for upside is a big thing in consistency. That's what I look for in guys. An opportunity is basically goes along with upside, opportunity and upside. But, you know, that's why I'm a big fan of a guy like, you know, let's take, for example, Drake London. You know, you, you give Kyle Pitts, but there's not a lot of receiving talent, especially on the outside. He's a rookie. He's dominated training camp. And yeah, they don't, you know, have a great quarterback in Marcus Mariota, who I'm actually a big fan of, but there's not a lot of receiving talent there. He has the opportunity. I like him at pick 70 right now, where he's ranked on ESPN. Um, so you know, that's what I look for, especially towards the later rounds. I love taking the uh, the shot, the dart. I like to say Mike Clay from ESPN taught me that one. A dart, um, just you know, take basically taking a shot at a guy. He might hit, he might not, but you're throwing a dart at him because he's got that upside. You know, I like guys like James Cook, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce, Tyler Alligier from the Atlanta Falcons. Probably never heard of these guys, but they have opportunity, and they're in the late rounds. You can get them late, just a you know, safety blanket on your bench. Um, I'm also a big fan of the handcuffs there. If those guys are off the board, handcuffs aren't bad, but I'd rather go for upside in a rookie than a handcuff, to be honest. Um, I, I don't, I'm, you know, they kind of just rot on your bench, your handcuffs. Um, I'm not a big fan of them, to be honest, so I'd stay away. I'd rather go for an upside player, but handcuffs are not a bad option if you're really out of ideas towards the end of the draft. Um, but now I'm going to give you guys one player I like, one player I don't like, and I'm trying to go in order here. Obviously, I'll give you guys more formal episodes of my rankings and you know, players by round, but I'm kind of just going off my head here. 
you know, top to bottom, we're going to cover it. Some One player that I like, one player that I don't like. From early on, go to middle, we'll go to late rounds. Starting off early round, one player I like here, Austin Eckler, LA Chargers. Yes, everybody's saying, well, oh, his production might dip. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe so they don't use him as much. This guy's been a... T- he was finished as the number two running back last year for PPR. Um, and you know, he's going to catch the ball. He's in a great offense. They're going to be competitive every single game. All they've been doing recently is improving their offensive line. He's got a great quarterback who can also throw the ball, so they're not going to obviously stack the box against him all the time. I like him. He's going as the number seven pick right now, I believe, in ESPN drafts, which is insane to me. Um... You know, I really think, though, early on in the first round, you can't go wrong. I don't mind. I, I, as I said, I like taking a running back over a receiver, but even a guy like Cooper Cup, Jefferson, you know, even Chase, not bad. But, you know, any of those guys are awesome. I, I think you can't really go wrong in the first round. Um, you know, if I had to give you one guy I don't like very early on as a pick, um, I'd probably say Jamar Chase, to be honest. I'm not a, I feel like I'd lock down a running back if I were you guys. I'd lock down a running back. Um, I wouldn't go with a guy like Chase. Who, you know, he's inconsistent at times. Yes, I think he's going to be one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, but I'm not a huge fan of him in the drafts. I'd rather go with a running back like Derrick Henry, um, Alvin Kamara even. Not a big fan of that. Um, second round, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a lot, like a lot of the running backs. You know, Aaron Jones, James Conner, um, even, you know, a guy like Najee Harris or Kamara if he falls down. I like a guy like Nick Chubb. I had to pick one. Go Leonard Fournette, though, for the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think he's you know, been around a lot. I think he's going to have consistent production. Him and James Conner is a very tight race. I like those two, though, a lot. Um, and I think they're going to be great players. I had to give you one guy I don't like early on. I think DeAndre Swift, honestly. Yeah, he's ranked as like the 16th pick right now. But he's going even earlier than that too, which is crazy to me. Not a huge fan of him, if I'm being honest. Um, and then, you know, keeping going here, another guy I like around that area, I'd say in the second, third round. I, I You know, I really say any tight end. I'll go Kyle Pitts. I think he's going around there. I know he's ranked the 50th best player, but people are trying to lock down tight ends early. Uh, they're following by strategy. Um, so, you know, Kyle Pitts. One guy I don't like there, Saquon Barkley. I, I'm you know, not a huge fan of Saquon. Never really have been. He's not going to be the same after. You know, injuries are not huge to me usually. Uh, and I'm not really going based off his injury. I'll, I'll tell you why I don't like him in a second. But, you know... Yes, if a guy is super injury prone, yeah, I might stay away from him. That makes sense. But honestly, it's the NFL. Any player can get injured at any time. These athletes are going through gauntlets every single game, every single practice. If an injury happens, it happens. Some guys get injured more than others. They're just very hard to predict. And to take it in your draft strategy, it's very hard, to be honest. It's very hard. Um, but Saquon Barkley, I'm not a huge fan of. I don't usually like taking running backs and bad offenses, especially if they're going that early as the second and third round. That's pretty crazy to me. Um, so I'm staying away from him. He's in a bad offense. got a battle line. Not a great quarterback. Very little receiver help. I don't think the team's going to be very good. They're going to be throwing the ball late in games. 
That's why I like I like Drake London. They're going to be throwing the ball in games. The Falcons aren't that good as opposed to running. So I like a guy like Drake London when they're throwing. Um, and Kyle Pitts, not not a guy like Saquon Barkley from the New York Giants. Um, another guy I don't like who's going by his area, um, you know, Zeke Elliott. I don't like him. I don't like T. Higgins. Not a big fan of him. Um, and, and Brees Hall is another guy. I'll, I'll say him is my next one that I really don't like. Brees Hall. Uh, I just don't see, you know, he's the 31st pick right now in ESPN Fantasy Wrestling, which makes zero sense to me. I mean, this guy, it's just, I, I, I question the fantasy community on this one because Michael Carter had that backfield unlock, and it's not like we saw Brees Hall, you know, have an insane college career. He played at Iowa State. Yes, he was good, but you're not getting a great, you know, top running back. He wasn't picked in the first round. Um, and I, I just, I, his backfield will not be his to begin with. And he hasn't wowed anyone in camp. I'd rather go with a rookie running back later and, you know, waste my 31st pick on a guy like Brees Hall. Won't have it right away. Yes, if you trade for him early on and the guy says he doesn't have it, that's fine, but I'm not wasting a draft pick on him early. Um, I think that offense is going to be bad. We don't even know about Zach Wilson. A little cloudy situation. I think he'll be fine after the first week or two. Um, but, you know, you don't have a great old line. They're still building, and I think he's going to be part of the committee there uh, as Mike Mc... or... Um, or it's it's escaping me right now. It's escaping me right now with the offensive coordinator's name. Mike, uh, yeah, Mike LaFleur. It's not Matt LaFleur, it's Mike LaFleur. Um, but I think he's going to be part of a committee. He always did that in San Francisco. So I don't think Brees Hall has that unlocked. Um, yeah, I think there's better guys in that area. Uh, a guy I like around there, I'd say... You know, pick 40 or so. Deontay Johnson. He finished the wide receiver eight last year. People forget all the time. He's extremely talented. And I think, you know, I take a shot on a guy like him over Brees Hall any day. Um, you know, it's hard to compare running backs and wide receivers, but I just like him more. I'm sorry. Um, you know, as we go along, there are kind of just more names starting to pop in my head. Not really one and one. Um, but, you know, I, got, I think the Tampa Bay receivers are being extremely underdrafted right now, along with Seattle, too. You got two pairs there. I like Chris Godwin. His injury does not scare me one bit. I like Mike Evans, too. I feel like he's being underdrafted right now. Uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, their quarterback situation is a little shaky, but I like them. Um, and, I, you know, I'm trying to think of more guys I'm not a huge fan of. I mentioned T. Higgins. I'm not a huge fan of him early on. He's going around pick 26, and he's just inconsistent. Him and D.J. Moore to me, very similar players, both different roles in their offenses, but flat out inconsistently, and that's all about you know making it easy to set your lineup. I don't want one and then 20 next week because of touchdowns. Not not huge fans of that. Um, another guy I don't like, I love, so I love this guy. as a person, as a player. I've met him before. He's a B.C. guy which is, you know, trying try not to say this, but I think he's being overdrafted in fantasy right now is A.J. Dillon. Um, you know, they're, they're treating it like it's going to be, you know, him getting all the carries. He's going to have touchdown upside, sure, but he's, Aaron Jones is getting all those carries, I think, um, on the first three downs. So not a huge fan of him. But it's being a Green Bay, I like taking a shot at a Green Bay receiver. As I mentioned, it's really all about upside. All about upside, guys. You know, take guys who have the opportunity to be good 
Um, I'm going to go really division by division here now and say one player I like. You know, for the AFC East, I like a guy like Elijah Moore. Reportedly, he's been blowing people away in camp. My drive is coming to an end, so I'm kind of trying to go rapid fire here. Uh, AFC North. I mentioned Deontay Johnson. Uh, well, you know what? I'll go AFC East. One player I like, one player I don't like. Said Elijah Moore. Guy I don't really like right now, Gabe Davis. Not a huge fan of him. I feel like he had that one four-touchdown game, Kansas City. You forget, though, he didn't even beat on Emmanuel Sanders for the wide receiver two job last year. Now, Isaiah McKenzie's been blowing people away in camp. Signed Jamison Crowder. You obviously have Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen's a great quarterback. And even, you know, you got um, Dawson Knox. You got a plethora of good running backs there now. But can he spread the ball out, you know, that much and get consistent production from that much guys? I don't think so. I think he's being overdrafted around pick 60 right now. Rather take a guy like Drake London, in my opinion. Um, and then, you know, you're going towards the AFC North. The guy not a huge fan of there, Amari Cooper. I, th- I don't think that offense is going to be very good. Um, I think he's going to have a hard time finding consistent production. He wasn't great last year as a player. Um, and I just don't think he's going to shine in Cleveland as people think he will. Um a guy I do like, though, on his team, Nick Chubb. I think he's being extremely underdrafted right now. Pick 26, I believe, on ESPN, which is crazy. I mean, yeah, the offense probably won't be, you know, that great, but they're going to run the ball a lot. They got two really good running backs. They don't have a great quarterback right now with the whole Deshaun Watson thing. It's Jacoby Brissett, and they got a great offensive line. Good blocking tight ends. I think they're going to take advantage of that, run the ball. Nick Chubb's the lead guy and has been a top running back in past years. Pick 26 is outrageous for him. AFC South, uh, a guy I really like in the later rounds, honestly, James Robinson, I'm a huge fan of. Uh, I won't say him, though, just because, you know, you can really get him late rounds, not a pick, you know, in the middle rounds that you like. But I like James Robinson. I think it's his backfield for now. He's had consistent production. Not too sure on ETN yet, to be honest, um, because... I think, you know, he's been a kind of wide receiver hybrid along with the running back. And I think it's James Robinson backfield. They're both coming off injuries, so it doesn't really scare me. He should be fine. But I'll say Michael Pittman is the guy I like there uh, for the Colts. He's got a better quarterback. Really stepped up his consistent production last year. Um, but, I, you know, Michael Pittman is a guy I like. Run pick 30 or so right now. Should be awesome. They're going to run the ball with Jonathan Taylor a lot. And then he's really the only solid wide receiver they have there in Indy uh, right now. Player I don't really like in the AFC South right now. Um, That one comes to mind right away. I like Christian Kirk, too, for Jacksonville. Um, I like Traylon Burks, Robert Woods, too. Mm, It's tough. I, I guess I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with Robert Woods, though, honestly. His injury scares me. I think that offense is going to be run heavy. I'd rather take a shot on a guy like Traylon Burks. Woods, I'm drafting really at his ceiling. I don't think he's going to have great production there in Tennessee. I think that was just kind of a sign to fill in the void there, but not too excited about him. In the AFC West, um, guy like, I'd say Juju Smith-Schuster. I think he has the opportunity to be a wide receiver one in Kansas City. Yeah, it might be a little bit messy, but he's had an outstanding camp and, you know, a little bit of injuries, but 
should be fine. I think Patrick Mahomes can make him a big-time receiver. I don't like Cortland Sutton. I had him on my team last year, and he really just did not produce. He hasn't been the same since that injury, and people are treating him like he's going to be the wide receiver one in Denver. No, I think it's Jerry Judy. I think he's being overdrafted right now. They're going about the same. I'd much rather take Judy over Sutton. In the NFC East, I really like. Very similar here to James Robinson. I like taking a dart on Kenny Galladay late. Why not? He's being extremely underdrafted and proved he was a top receiver a few years ago. If his offense improves, he could be really good. He's going extremely late. But I got, like, A.J. Brown. I, You know, I, I people are hating on him, but why? He's got more opportunity now in Philly. Um, you know, they're not as run heavy. Jalen Hurts, I think, is improving and better quarterback right now than Ryan Tannehill. Um, and he's the wide receiver one for sure. I think Smith's a nice guy, but he's not a wide receiver one. He's too, he's too skinny. I think he, they're using A.J. Brown as the main wide receiver one. And Devontae Smith's that guy downfield that will target every once in a while, maybe a little short route. But A.J. Brown's the wide receiver one there. His teammate, though, I'm not a huge fan of, Miles Sanders. Never been consistent production. I think it's going to be a committee running back. And I think they're going to be a lot more pass-heavy this season, to be honest. Uh, NFC North, a guy I really like. I like, I really, I really like uh, Dubs there. I really any of the Green Bay receivers taking a shot on. Uh, I like Amon Ross St. Brown though. Uh, I think he can, you know, really step up his production this year. He was great at the end last year with Jared Goff, very consistent. Looks to be the clear wide receiver one. He'll be targeted a ton. Um, and a guy I don't really, don't really like, Darnell Mooney. I've never been a big fan of him. I think that Bears offense is going to be awful this year. And, yes, he's the wide receiver one, but I just the Bears are just a mess right now, an absolute mess. And Darnell Mooney is being overdrafted. He was overdrafted last year. I just never thought he's all that good of a player, straight up. That's really the main reason. I just never thought he's that good. In uh, the NFC South, Brought up a lot of guys. I'll say a guy like is Michael Thomas taking a shot on him. He looks to be healthy now. And, hey, if he's the wide receiver one, then the guy like Jamison Winston. Jamison Winston, he was a good fantasy quarterback. He can really sling it. He's going to throw a lot. They're going to be down in a lot of games. I like him. Um, I like Michael Thomas around pick 60 right now. guy I don't really love who I think is being overhyped right now, Chris Olave a little bit. Um, his teammate. I just, I, you know, Jarvis Landry's there. I find it hard for Olave to find consistent production as probably the third wide receiver for the Saints when they got a good running back to in Kamara. Not a huge fan of him yet, and he's a rookie. It's going to take some while to learn as a rookie receiver. Lastly, NFC West. I like in the NFC West um, a lot, but I, I like Debo Samuel. He's going to have a big role in that running back wide receiver. Role. Um, I don't mind taking a shot in Trey Lance. Not a huge fan of him. I don't think he'll be good, but I don't hate that pick. Um, trying to think here. Arizona's for you guys. I like Hollywood Brown. That's a guy I like, actually. Hollywood Brown. I think, especially the first eight weeks, you trade him maybe midway through when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. Um, I like his production. I think he'll, he has the opportunity to be a lot more successful with Kyler Murray under the helm as opposed to Lamar Jackson. They're going to be more pass-heavy. I really like him. And the guy I'm not a huge fan of, and I love Cam Akers too. That would have been a good guy. I'm a big fan of Cam Akers. 
pick number 23. Huge fan there. I'm a, I'm a Cam Akers lover. A lot of people aren't this year. I'm not a huge fan of, though, Allen Robinson. I think, you know, he's not that special anymore. Pick 60 is fine for him. People are saying that's a steal. I really disagree, to be honest. Sorry, I'm backing up right now. Um, but I, I disagree. I think that's all Cooper Cup and that's all the running backs. And I just don't think he's going to have consistent production, especially early on, because I'm a little bit worried about Stafford's injury. The arm injuries, elbow injuries scare me because they're th- that's a throwing arm. And I think Robinson's prime is past him. I don't mind the signing by the Rams, but I just think there's a lot of competition there. And, you know, we saw with Robert Woods, he struggled last season. Yes, he finished pretty well until he got injured, but he was very inconsistent. I think it's going to be the same story for Allen Robinson. So, yeah, that was my car talk, around 25 minutes. Um, you know, I, I, like, I like doing this. It's very casual, just off the top of my head. But let me know. I mean, obviously, this isn't super professional, and I will do more, you know, formal ranking podcasts and stuff. But I figured I just had some free time. Why not talk to you guys um, and, you know, help you guys with your fantasy football drafts? Let me know what you guys thought about this type of episode. Should I continue it in the future? Um, but yeah, um, let me know your feedback down in the comments below. DM me any fantasy football questions you have. I'm happy to answer. But for now, this has been Chris Carr, my car talks episode here on the All American Sports Podcast. I will see you guys next time in the next episode. But for now, peace out.